Welcome to Community Voices, a limited series podcast in which some of those in our community share their experiences with Portland Friends of the Dhamma. In this episode, Jim shares with us his wife's encouragement to start meditation and how he engages with us now that she is gone. I first heard about uh, Portland Friends of the Dhamma must have been at least 10 years ago, perhaps a little bit longer. Um, my, my late wife uh, had been trying to get me uh, to uh, be a regular meditator. She always said I was a natural meditator and I should uh, get some instruction. And so uh, we saw uh, an advertisement uh, that uh, Portland Friends was having a meditation class. This was when uh, the, we were located in Selwood, and uh, Selwood is just across the bridge from me, so uh, we, uh, we went to that class, and uh, I went to two more. It, it took three times to, uh, through the intro class uh, before it stuck, but uh, uh, that was how I first got, got to know about the place. Coming out of some of the major universities, Harvard, UMass, Stanford, uh, about uh, the benefits of mental health or it for meditation for mental health and how it was being used in counseling practices so um, she was very interested in in incorporating it more into her counseling practice um, and I was interested in uh, seeing uh, about the benefits of it for for you know myself and others around me it was almost uh, five years ago to the day uh, that my wife died. Um, she was uh, a therapist. She worked at the state hospital in Salem and she was commuting as a passenger in a carpool uh, down to work. And uh, a driver on the other side, northbound on I-5, uh, lost control and crossed the median and hit them head on. And uh, the, the driver was killed immediately and, and my wife was um, mortally injured. Um, she lived a few days but died uh, shortly thereafter. And I knew for sure, uh, just from the little exposure I had to Buddhism, that clinging and uh, rejecting unpleasant things is a major cause of pain in people's lives. And I knew that I could make a bad situation a whole lot worse um, by, you know, clinging and, uh, um, you know, rejecting, you know, instead of accepting the new normal for, for what it is. So I, uh, I, became, I began coming here on a regular basis and doing an awful lot of meditating, you know, here and at home, which is kind of interesting to me because I just kind of knew that was what I needed. And subsequently, I've, I've met a lot of Thai people who have also lost their life partners. And they tell me almost to a person that they went to the monastery and stayed for weeks and, and just did meditation, you know, afterwards as, as a way of making a transition. So I, I guess there's something really to that. and. Uh, I can I can tell you uh, 
without hesitation that the people in the family who did the the normal kind of clinging and the normal rejecting of you know the unpleasant situation have had a harder time a much harder time in some cases of you know adjusting to to the death and I really feel like uh, that was that was the proof for me that I needed you know you, you know we always say investigate for yourself don't take my word for it but investigate I love that too um, so I investigated and uh, it proved valuable I'm not a lonely or shy person but um, I I am careful about who I, I let close to me um, it's just my nature it's not like any bad thing ever happened um, but one of the things I really like about this place and you know Buddhist practitioners in, in general is that part of the practice is to be a safe person you know that is somebody who does no harm kind of the Hippocratic oath is you know first do no harm and and when when you're here um, you can be in a room full of people and you can absolutely know without any any doubt that everybody here has your best interest in, in heart and they're not going to do anything intentionally to hurt you or to cheat you or to cause you any pain or anxiety um, you can just kind of relax and 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 totally be yourself and uh, you know that's that's a really good thing and and I have made some some very good friends here um, there are some people who I just love for their virtue it's you know I mean they just exude goodness uh, when when you're around them you you feel I feel um, like really this this is an amazingly good person and uh, you know how can you not love somebody like that but what what the teachings have done for me is kind of twofold one is that they've given me a framework uh, for other things that I've kind of learned just being in the world and, and being a curious person you know you have all these little gems of, of wisdom that you kind of stumble over and uh, and you find from various sources and you know I always kind of thought they were they were sort of um, not related in a lot of ways I didn't I didn't realize that there was a, a framework that related all these things um, you know when I, I'm talking about acts of selflessness uh, generosity kindness uh, creativity um, you know science poetry music you know all these things that are good about human nature and you know I just I just kind of thought those things were kind of random but they're not they're they're all manifestations of the Dhamma and uh, having that structure I really really helped those things become more powerful um, and more meaningful to me the the second way is that once you have that framework and you have all your prior knowledge plugged into it then you can continue to refine your knowledge and, and learn more and I have have learned so much more um, about 
you know, following the precepts and uh, making uh, making yourself a positive force in the world, you know, to, to do good and to do no harm. Um, I've learned a lot more about, you know, the a dukkha and that is, you know, for those that you don't know, is uh, any anything from minor upset to you know out and out disaster, um, anything that causes pain in any in any magnitude. I've learned a lot about that and what causes it and how to avoid it. Um, I'm I'm certainly uh, a happier, more relaxed person. I, I used to occasionally road rage, but I don't do that anymore. Uh, and I've heard that from so many people here, it's unbelievable. <laughs> but, you know, it's just that when, when you present yourself a certain way in the world, um, it attracts positivity and goodness. And when negativity and, and, you know, pain comes, you're much better positioned to handle that. So I, I think that for me it's, it's, it's really been a tremendous adventure and, uh, of self-discovery and uh, discovery about the world and others. It's, it's really been a good thing. Well, I'm, uh, I'm getting a, kind of a tryout here as a lay teacher. I'm co-teaching the intro to meditation class with Alistair and I uh, would hope that in the future I could uh, do more teaching. Um, I, uh, I'm involved with uh, the Pacific Hermitage and uh, you know the meal offerings and things up there and um, service service to the community is part of the practice and and so mostly I hope to you know be become more. Uh, more involved in the teaching and I would also I, I'm going to increase my donation uh, I you know this this is a real a, a real friendly place uh, I I guarantee you'll learn some things it's 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 not like any any kind of religious experience you might have had in the past you know there's 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 no hell there's there's no you know preacher you know shaking a finger and telling you you're bad um, you know, it's quite the opposite. It's it's uh, like people who recognize that they have the power to be good within them, and uh, they they want to do that. And uh, you know, they don't have to believe anything that anybody tells them, including the Buddha. You know, they they it's like investigate for yourself. And uh, I I really think that if a person is considers themselves spiritual but not religious, which I know a lot of people do, they will find something here that will be of value to them because that's kind of how I considered myself and, and still do. Um, but this is, this is a real good place to, to gain some support and gain some structure for that spiritual but not religious kind of life. You know, it's just... I'm, I'm, I've always, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I've been, I've seen just about every bad thing that 
a person can do to each other, you know, from, from a very young age. My, my parents were good parents when they were sober, but they weren't sober very often. And when they, when they weren't sober, they were violent in the most extreme kind of ways. And, you know, I, uh, worked as a therapist for a long time and I saw the world through hundreds of people's eyes and my specialty was trauma and trauma recovery. So, you know, most of their stories were were very difficult. And then I worked for the fire department all those years and it's like, uh, you know, you you see every bad thing that a person can do to another person. But through all of that, I'm still kind of a sweet, innocent person. I'm not really jaded at all. And uh, I think for the longest time, I had to kind of put up, I felt like I had to put up kind of a persona that, you know, was more jaded, but now I don't have to do that anymore. And it's, uh, it's really paying off for me. So I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening to Community Voices from Portland Friends of the Dhamma.